Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Before we begin, an acknowledgement. Hiroshi Tanahashi coined the term Forbidden Door in order to promote his Wrestle Kingdom 14 match with AEW's Chris Jericho. Now, when he came up with this phrase, it was intended to only refer to crossovers between AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling. It has since been bastardized mercilessly by people like me for the purpose of making videos like this. But... It's also just a really cool and easy term, so sorry, I guess. Anyway, the Royal Rumble. Obviously, one of the big appeals of this match is that you never know who's going to show up. And on occasion, but not necessarily every year, WWE will call on another person from another land, even if they're contracted to another promotion. Today, we're going to look some of the best examples. I'm Andy from What Culture, and here are 10 times WWE Royal Rumble opened the forbidden door. Number 10, Mickey James in 2022. We're going to begin with the most obvious, I guess, for modern fans, and also the most recent, as Mickey James entered the 2022 Women's Royal Rumble not only while working for Impact Wrestling, but while working as its knockouts champion. She got the belt on the pay-per-view, which is a win in itself, and this was very much the Impact version of Mickey as well, coming down to the ring as she did to her self-penned song, Hardcore Country. And to be fair to her, she got a pretty big pop on the night as well. So fair play, pretty awesome. Now, WWE doesn't always play well with other promotions. In fact, historically, their record is kind of appalling. But at the same time, remember that they did send this legend's gear back to her in a black bin bag after they fired her that time. So it's safe to say that they probably owe her a couple more Rumble appearances for all of that. But this was cool. And even if it's the only time it ever happens, I think Mickey will be pretty happy. She looked happy on the night. Anyway, delighted. Number nine, Janichiro Tenru and the Great Kabuki in 1994. One of the things you're going to pick up watching this video is that a lot of these crossovers with people who were working elsewhere happened in the past. And so we land on Kabuki and Tenru in 1994. Now, this wasn't Tenru's first appearance in WWE. He'd actually been at WrestleMania 7 and as well, he was in the 1993 Rumble, which was all a product of WWE's working relationship with Japan's SWS promotion at the time. In 1994, this pair of Japanese legends were knocking around in WWE together, taking care of business on behalf of Yokozuna. They went after The Undertaker, and they went after Lex Luger as well to try and soften him up and hopefully prevent him from winning the Rumble. They entered the Rumble itself, and unfortunately, yeah, they didn't quite get the job done. 
They were eliminated by Luger and Bret Hart, the co-winners, if you remember. And off they went back to Japan, never to feature on WWE television together again. Poor fellas. Number 8. Hiroki Sumi at the Greatest Royal Rumble Supposedly, this appearance from a sumo wrestler at a pro wrestling event was the product of Saudi authorities asking for appearances from Yokozuna and the Ultimate Warrior at the 2018 Premium Live event. There's one small problem with that, both Yokozuna and the Ultimate Warrior were a bit dead at the time. According to the reporting, then, instead of getting Yokozuna, we got Hiroki Sumi, who was a real-life sumo wrestler until he retired in 2017. He lasted all of 46 seconds in the match itself. And yeah, I think this has to go down as one of the weirdest Rumble appearances of all time. The guy had never wrestled, at least in a pro-wrestling sense, before. It was all just a bit strange, really. I'm still trying to make sense of it myself. I mean, the guy doesn't even have a cage match profile, for goodness sake. Number 7. Doug Gilbert in 1996 Airlifted straight from the USWA into the 1996 Royal Rumble, Doug Gilbert was a pretty unremarkable participant in that year's match, but he certainly fit the unpredictability and chaos of this era of WWE wrestling. Gilbert was pretty much just in this match to be a warm body for Vader to pulverize, as were a bunch of other people in that year's Rumble as well. It was pretty appropriate, Vader's a monster, he's coming in, he needs to look like a badass, so have him throw a bunch of dudes out! Either way, it was a strange inclusion given how anonymous Doug was in the Rumble. Number 6, Takeo Omori in 1996. This fella certainly wasn't short of enthusiasm as he hit the ring for the 96 Royal Rumble, dashing down, stampeding through the doors as if he were, I don't know, Brian Myers and Matt Cardona at the Toys R Us winter sale. But how and why did this All Japan star end up there in the first place? Well, according to the reporting of the time, he actually wanted to cross the Pacific and try his luck at American wrestling himself. Unfortunately for Omori, this wasn't some kind of lasting run. He entered the Rumble, went back to all Japan and continued his career. He did eventually return to American shores, but if you want to see him wrestle today, he's still active actually in all Japan, wrestling almost every single week at 53 years old. Fair play to him. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Number five, Dory Funk Jr., in 1996. Completing our 1996 collection is the legendary Dory Funk Jr. Now by this point, he'd actually already been wrestling for 33 years. He was 55 years old and he didn't actually hang up his wrestling boots until 2018. That's some serious survivability. 10 minutes was what he got, zero eliminations and a whole bunch of punches and kicks in the corner that comprised the bulk of his offense. It was not the most notable night of Dory's career, it is safe to say he was a man out of place and a man out of time. Still, kinda nice to see him get the recognition of appearing in a rumble regardless. Number 4, Carlos Colon in 1993. This appearance in the rumble saw one of the funniest commentary calls of all time, as Gorilla Monsoon shouted enthusiastically when Carlos Colon was making his way to the ring, there's a lot of fire in this youngster. He was 44 years old and physically about 70. A legendary WWC promoter and wrestler in Puerto Rico, Cologne didn't have the most memorable night here, lasting a few minutes, getting one elimination before he was thrown out by Yoko Zuna. It's the same story for a lot of people on this list, but Cologne's appearance will stand forever just because of that silly call, man. Imagine. Today, if Arn Anderson, I don't know, comes down for the Royal Rumble, a lot of fire in this youngster. Interesting, weird, strange. Number three, Dick Murdoch in 1995. There are several reasons why every door in wrestling should have probably been forbidden to Dick Murdoch in 1995, and near the top of that list are his alleged KKK membership and the rampant bigotry that has to come with that. He was a pretty gross human being by all accounts, but here in 1995, WWE booked him for the Royal Rumble in between a full-time stint in NWA Dallas and various tours of Japan. He lasted five minutes before being thrown out of the ring by Henry O. Godwin, a man named Captain Redneck, thrown out by a pig farmer. Seems quite appropriate, really. Number two, Mil Mascaris, Piroff, Cybernetico, and Latin Lover, in 1997. This was a product of WWE's working relationship with Mexico's leading promotion AAA at the time. And this, entering all four luchadors into the match, was WWE's attempt at spicing up the rumble a little bit, giving it a bit of an extra flavor. We got all four guest stars and the crowd didn't really take to Cybernetico, Piroff or Latin Lover. But Mil Mascaris, his participation in this match really was something else. So. If you're not aware, Lucha Legend, massive star in Mexico, genuine mainstream celebrity. When he got there, he seemingly deemed that he wasn't going to be thrown out of the Royal Rumble by anybody, which meant that they had to come up with a frankly daft spot that saw Mill eliminate himself by diving off the top rope over to the outside and into a pile of humanity below. Meanwhile, the commentators chastised him for seemingly not learning the rules. Whether or not he knew the rules or whether this was just a product of some backstage brothering, I'm not too sure. You know how these things go, but it's pretty damn funny nonetheless. And at number one, Haku in 2001. 
This is one of the greatest Royal Rumbles of all time, and it features one of the most random WWE returns of all time as Haku strode back into the promotion for the first time in nine years. The Forbidden Door aspect comes into play here because technically, technically, Haku, as Meng, was still a WCW wrestler. This year's Rumble, 2001, it took place just before WWE purchased WCW, and at the time, Haku was the WCW Hardcore Champion. How was he able to appear in the Royal Rumble? Well, he was on a per-date deal with WCW despite holding one of its championships. This meant that he could pretty much do whatever the heck he wanted. And whatever the heck he wanted was to go back to WWE, team with Rikishi for a year, and then bounce out of there. Now, a bit strange, if you're in the WCW office, you're probably not best pleased about one of your champions just showing up for the other company. But... I mean, are you going to tell Haku otherwise? And besides, the company was about to be sold to Vince McMahon anyway. Still, it's a fun little nugget of history and a fun rumble return. I pop for this. I'm not going to lie. Anyway, guys, that's all from me for today. Who knows? Maybe we'll see another Forbidden Door entry in this year's Royal Rumble. We'll find out on Saturday. Maybe a New Japan person will show up or something like that. I mean, stranger things have happened, as we've just learned on this video. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. All that good stuff. You can ring the bell for notifications. You can follow us on Twitter at WWE and myself at Andy H. Murray. The H stands for, hey, enjoy the Royal Rumble. It's, even when it's bad, it's still kind of good. See you later. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.